We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's so weird to be talking about this because we have to talk about something that a pro athlete tweeted that was fairly ambiguous. The Greg Newsom tweet. Yeah. Where Browns cornerback Greg Newsom was interacting with fans today. Like fans were asking him questions and he was kind of responding. When I first read it, and I think it was either Keith or you who put in the DMs, when I first read it, I thought that it was fairly ambiguous. And it was a fan asking, are you open to playing slot next year or you do you prefer to be on the outside? And that's a that's kind of one of the biggest questions the Browns defense has at the cornerback spot. Right. It's, are you going to re-sign A.J. Green? And what are you going to do with Nickel? And specifically, what are you going to do with Greg Newsom? And so he quote tweeted it and said, no. And Browns fans pretty much to a man took it as he to was saying. To a man. To a man. To saying that... um that he would not be open to playing the slot next year. I didn't necessarily I, take it there I on kind, first read. I kind of thought initially mm-hmm. that was my initial thought. Your first read? Yeah. One, I don't really have a problem with a player like Greg if he has a problem playing on the inside. Um, The gap between what nickel corners get paid and outside corners now isn't a big thing. But, like, I could understand if Greg – um if Greg wasn't a fan of playing the nickel. However, it's an awful look. If he is saying no, he's not open to playing the slot, which he did this year, it's an awful look. The Browns have three guys that are outside cornerback worthy kind of players. It is Greg Newsom, it is MJ Emerson, and it is obviously Denzel Ward. Denzel's not playing the slot. It's a $100 million quarterback cornerback you're not sliding him inside so I mean if you're the Browns don't you kind of have to have a conversation with Greg and and assess whether he's even willing to play on the inside because if he's not willing to play on the inside now you have a, a numbers crunch and doesn't it mean you you might have to trade one of these guys I think it's possible yeah and I think Greg's the easy guy to trade MJ Emerson is on a, a rookie contract. He's the he's a what? Third round pick, so he's not making a lot of money. Denzel Ward, you're still paying from the big contract extension. And I actually think like I don't think Greg has as much value as those other two guys. He mm-hmm. didn't have a great second year, <clears throat> but he is a former first round pick. And I mean, listen, with 3 years left on the the contract, if you can get a cornerback with three years left on his deal who can play outside that does actually have like kind of significant value in the NFL I I don't know I just hope that it, he didn't mean that when he said that mm-hmm. it was fairly ambiguous as you say mm-hmm. but I do think he does add a lot of value I mean, the more you can do Nichols are starters basically now in the NFL yeah I I do think there are some guys though 
who like once you get slid into the inside, you you do kind of still get there's a tag, there's a connotation. So I kind of un, I would I'm not okay. I don't want to assume that he's saying that he he's not willing to play nickel. I want to leave it open and and just say that it's ambiguous. I totally understand why a young player would not want that because I mean I look at a guy like just look at any of the guys who've been nickel cornerbacks, even a guy like K1 Williams. K1 Williams is a really really good cornerback. And because he's been hit with a nickel tag, right? He's cost him some cash. Well, no, it's there nobody's going to play outside. Oh, he's a nickel. So I I actually get it. It's not an, even an ego thing. It is like Listen, labels are tough to shake. If you get called a coverage linebacker, well, that's what you now are, whether you really are or not. I mean, that's what killed Demario Davis's value in the NFL. And he turned into be a great player. And he turned, and the Saints helped turn him into a monster. So labels are tough to shake. Now, that being said, if if Greg is kind of a hardliner on it, I wouldn't even think about like he's a nice player. We we got to interview McCamp. You're a really nice kid. All right, you need so much on your roster. Trade him. And I actually disagree. Like, I think he has trade value. I don't know. I I don't think there's a shot in hell you get a first-rounder for him. But from a player-to-player, because I think that's the kind of trade you'd look for, Mm -hmm. right? You wouldn't try and trade Greg for a second-round pick and then turn around and use that second-round pick. I think the more likely thing is that you would find a guy who's comparable to what he's done. Really, really good as a rookie. Not as good last year, but it was a guy like you can you can explain why his season went the way it was. Denzel was hurt half the time. He was playing opposite a rookie. Um, he was bounced in inside and outside, having to switch to nickel halfway through the year. Right, like there are reasons you can explain away Newsom's play in twenty twenty two. I think that's fair, but I think you would find a guy like that. Like, I mentioned Greg Newsom for Jerry Judy. Sign me up. I don't know that the De- the Broncos are going to do that now that it's Sean Payton's team. But, like, that's the kind of trade. Find me a starting safety. Find me a starting wide receiver, a uh, speed guy. Find me a starting center. Find me a starting defensive tackle yep. or or edge rusher. I think that's the kind of move you might be able to make. I'm here for it. Yeah, and by the way, even if even if Greg is open, I mean, to he's it, a good he's a good player. He's a and not he's just a that good player. I think he might be a little underrated in this town. You think so? Yeah, I think we've just. I think a lot of us is just. Well, and, and to be honest, I mean, almost everybody to on that be def- honest, almost everybody on that defense has been kind of torn down this year because the defense was so bad. Yeah, and it, well, and he, he's he's hit twice. The defense was bad, and nobody's going to give Andrew Bear or Andrew Barry draft picks credit right now, and nobody likes him. No, I mean, isn't it, like I feel like every time we talk, oh, I really like JOK. Ah, Andrew Barry doesn't draft a star. Okay, what does that have to do with JOK? JOK, yeah. JFK? JOK. JOK. JFK is different. Okay. Yeah. But like, JOK was phenomenal as a rookie. Mm-hmm. He was, I, I don't know how well he played this year because he never played next to the same Mike linebacker for more than four weeks. And because, like, the defensive tackles sucked. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I've seen really great linebackers struggle because their defensive tackles weren't good. 
Bobby Wagner's had a down season because the guys in front of him didn't do their job and keep him clean. Luke Keekley, I watched playing a three-four defense, and that, get, guy, that guy still makes plays, man. Yeah, that that I I would I, leave his name out of this, please. Well, no, no, no. I'm I'm just saying, like his final year in the NFL, they switched to a three-four. They didn't have the guys to keep him clean, and we were seeing him get blown off the ball because guards were getting in that second level. So. I don't know about that, but no. When it comes to Greg Newsom and two one six five seven eight double zero nine two, if if Greg Newsom was being direct when asked on Twitter, "Are you open to playing slot next year, or do you prefer to be on the outside?" If he was actually answering it instead of just saying no to the question, do you think that should impact his standing uh, with the Browns going forward? And by the way, be clear: I'm not. I'm should the Browns look to move him? Is what I'm saying. Because I'll tell you this, I think there are a lot of really nice guys in the Browns locker room. And on the defensive side of the ball, I think there's a lot of young guys with a lot of really, really good football ahead of them. I also think their attitude when questioned is a little weird. And and I'm I, what I'm speaking specifically to is when we asked him about veterans, there was a prickliness that came up Oh yeah, we don't we don't have that kind of locker room. We don't need veterans. You know, we we're no, all they, they do. We're all kind of professionals. Well, you didn't play like professionals for most. Who's of the policing season. that locker room? And and by the way, the Browns organization can't get away with ah, oh, we really miss Anthony Walker on the field in the locker room, and then the players come out and be like, yeah, we don't need leaders. Okay, that's no, you, your you, that's your ego talk. No, you do. So, I think I think if if he is being direct about this and saying no, I don't want to play slot. To me, that's more the same. I I think Jim Schwartz is going to do a lot to keep some of the egos in that locker room on the defensive side of the ball in check, because he seems to be a direct guy, right? And he seems to be a guy who I don't no nonsense is a little overrated, but a guy who's not going to put up with that kind of nonsense, that specific brand of nonsense. I agree with that. But man, if you could there. I, I think some of the biggest additions the Brown might be able to make this offseason is a subtraction or two of maybe young egos in that locker room. I think you hit the nail on the head. It's always been that way, though. It's not just this group. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, the young players, you know, on this roster in Cleveland, just they feel like they've arrived. Yeah. And I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Um. Is it the playoff win? Is that it? No, it's been that way, dude, before... Ever since the Hasms have owned this team, it feels like that's kind of been the mentality. The only thing I would say, is, actually, can I actually go one step further? I actually think it's ever been it's been ever since they they started tanking. Because like before that, like the Mike Petton locker room, there were a lot of really good dudes in there. Not policing, but taking care of the locker room. Joe was one of them. Uh, Mitchell Schwartz, Alex Mack. Ataba Rubin on the defensive Taba side of the Rubin. ball. Joe Hayden on the defensive side of the ball. TJ Ward for a minute. Dequell Jackson for a long amount of time. Like, um, it really felt like ever since Kenny Britt, Carlos Dansby, those jabronis were your veterans, and they quite frankly just completely stunk up the place. Actually, you know what? Probably since 2015, because that's Petten's last year, where the where things just fell the hell apart. Ever since then. There does seem to be a 
there does seem to be an attitude of why are you asking us questions? Now, oh yeah, here's here's what has changed. Kevin Stefanski has that attitude as well at points. Um, Andrew Barry has said things that lead you to believe he has that attitude. Like when he made the remark about analytics, particularly in this town. Yeah, that's not great. And I will say, I, I think the Haslam's at the, the, the press conference for Deshaun had that attitude. Mark, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? Fellas, that's what I got to say. There's no locker room leadership because there's no, there's no veteran players that have been there and done it to be able to lead, lead that young locker room. We got one of the youngest locker rooms, and they had a, a, they, one of the youngest locker rooms in there. So it takes that coach to go ahead and be that person to go ahead and lead them young guys. Because who are they going to – I mean, you can have somebody that can talk loud, but if you haven't proven it in this league, how are we going to follow you? I mean, Miles is that guy, but he's not that vocal leader. So it's missing it because we don't have a veteran team where we have somebody that have been there and done that, in my opinion. So, I, don't, I mean, give me your take, and I'll, I'm listening. All right, Mark, we appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, I think some of this goes on Andrew. I don't think Andrew um, brought in enough leaders this last year. And I think if you're going to have – it's okay to have one of the youngest teams in the NFL, but then you kind of got to make the leaders count. Greg Newsom in a tweet – says no, and the no is in response to a question about whether he'd be willing to play either in the slot or uh, whether he'd prefer to remain outside next year if he doesn't want to play the slot. Is that is that another sign of a locker room issue, and what, what should that mean for Greg Newsom this offseason? Is, is it bougie to self-own that you were a foodie? Because I have been told that now that I post everything that I cook, or sorry, not everything, the things that I'm proud of that I cook on social media, specifically Instagram, at Nick Wilson says, follow me on the IG, um, that that is bougie. Now, Why is that bougie? I was at Kingfish last night, and I posted my amazing sweet, sweet lobster bisque. Well, because it, it makes you look like a foodie, and I think the oh, connotation just, I, for I liked... foodie is that you're bougie. Oh, I am bougie. Well, yeah, you are. I'm blue collar. Yeah, but you're a little bougie about your food. I really think Show you your are. work. I think that like anybody who can make the food that you can make, mm-hmm. and is you make excellent. You're a great cook. Oh, stop. Thank you. Keep chef, going, chef. Show your work, chef Nick. Uh, no, you you've made some amazing food that I've tried, and I think that people that can smoke meat and do things like that mm-hmm. um, definitely are bougie people. Okay. Like I, here's the thing, you can be bougie in a variety of ways. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean just wearing a Louis Vuitton you know, sweater, mm-hmm. right? I think you can be bougie. Like, I'm just telling you right now, there are, are fishermen who are bougie. Show your work. Think about all the gear. Think about all, like, think about, like, hunters mm-hmm. in the amount of gear that you buy. And, like, but how is that bougie? I think it means that you are, like, really into something. Especially mm-hmm. if you have, like, the top of the line and, stuff. And you also yeah. want to kind of show off. Oh, Okay, so I thought bougie was just you. You're, you're it's kind of flashy. Yeah, of course. And like that's what you're doing. I mean, you've got a smoker. You're kind of flashy about it. I'm showing off my you, meat. You show off your meat. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I will accept that. Now, this is the part of the show where I turn it over to you and Keith, who would like to just 
ruthlessly make fun of me for a few moments. So, well, it's more Keith. Who's up first? Oh, you. Well, you, I mean, you made, I think even Spano said something today. In fairness, I wrong. had seen something this morning that was already kind of, nah, well, it's a little iffy. Which one's that? And then I saw this come into the office today. So wait, what was the iffy? What was the first well, the, iffy? Okay, it's not this. Fans are going to take this wrong, and I don't mean this because of the team. Like I just, we have talked about this before. Like when a team wins a championship, how far in advance? Now, if it's just like wearing it, you know, like around the house, or you know, like out just take a walk, whatever. Yeah. But if you're wearing it to go actually go someplace, how long can you wear like a championship t-shirt mm. for your team? Um, Like I haven't worn my Cavs championship shirt in years. Well, as a blue collar person, I would say you can wear it as long as you want. I mean, I get why fans say that, but like, why does it, does it date you? I just, well, no, I just, if, if, if they won a championship seven years ago, are you just going to continue to wear that 30 years from now? If you like it, yeah. I, I have, so I got a... I would just rather wear a, another shirt from that team and not with have a date on it. Like, I'd just rather wear another Cavs shirt rather than keep wearing the 2016 championship shirt. I feel like you're being very restrictive of, of, uh, no, I mean, of, of I'm other probably, people in garments. I'm probably a little bit stupid in saying that, but mm-hmm. whatever. I That's how okay. I felt. I was just huh. like, kind of like... Yeah. Get a newer cap shirt. Okay. But anyway, but I think what came into the office then is what I see right now yep. sitting across from me. Yep. And we've got a uh, Christmas sweater. Yeah. No, first no, of all, it's, it's, well, okay, it's an ugly Christmas well, sweater. First of all, and I know I'm dressed like that too, but it's like 60-some degrees out there. Yeah. I'm wearing well, shorts right now. I, I just, because I live in Manaway... Um, you always bring this up like it's an excuse Manaway for everything. Has, it's anything like, to do with it. Every North Pole, mistake you make is How Manaway. How did I get three people jumping because on me with a Manaway? No, yes. I haven't even explained it. How can I be wrong if I haven't explained it? Well, you started with that. Yeah, so like you're it's Antarctica. Wrong. No, the point is the weather in Manaway t- can be different than the weather just off the lake here. Okay, well, that doesn't it's excuse. It's called an app that you can just check the weather downtown. That doesn't excuse the fact that it's February 9th and we're wearing a Christmas sweater. Okay. With- now, my point is valid. All right? When you look at the look at the weather maps, all right, Manaway over here, it's uh, it's it's sixty two and it's sixty five on the lake, or sometimes it's snowing here and it's not snowing there. Now, getting back to my ugly Christmas sweater, you got a problem with Chris Kringle? I have no problem with it, but February 9th is a little bit late. Why? A little bit late in the season Why? for that. Still have your Christmas lights up there, bud? Yes, I do. I actually yes. we're in the process of yes, picking so down. It takes like a week. Yeah. The weather actually has hampered that because the weather in Manaway is not as well, uh, what, what went into the process of deciding? You act like you live in like Buffalo. It's basically the Buffalo of the Northeast. Ohio. Is it? It basically is. Yeah. Based on what? Based on where we are in the snow belt. We've covered this. We're in the snow belt. And we're Manaway. Yeah, out in Manaway. And so, yeah. It's a harsh winter out there. It's basically like living in... It's like life below zero. Okay, but that's not why you wore it. What went into the decision of wearing this sweatshirt? Well, today? it's very comfy. You reached comfy. in your closet or your it, drawers, and you said, that's the shirt I'm wearing today. It's very, very comfy. It's also Star Wars-based. I was feeling Star Wars today. It was Star on, Wars-y? It was on the old TV when I was uh, when I was getting ready today and kind of starting to listen to the station, and I was like, ah, I like Star Wars. And then this thing was here, and I was like, well, I like turtles. I like turtles. So what's tomorrow? Are we going to wear a turkey? Little turkey dressed up. Well, no, that's ridiculous. You you don't have ugly Thanksgiving sweaters, although they're. Well, you might. And why not? Well, I'm just saying it's not as popular as ugly. Are you a little bougie for that? Is that, is that? Uh, no. Now, why would. Where's the bougie come from? 
a blue collar person wouldn't say that, Nick. Yeah. Are you really blue collar? He's got one on right He's now. Got one on. Oh, he beat me you to do it. have oh, a blue collar. Like yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm the most blue collar guy on this show. I just feel like I own an axe. I use it. We're yeah, a little past Christmas sweaters. What? We're a little bit past Christmas sweaters. Why I think. is that? Uh, you know, I mean, didn't we? <laughs> Welcome to puberty, Dustin Fox. No, I was just doing my. Why? Uh, you didn't give me show your work because. We had a rule on this show that we couldn't say Happy New Year after a certain date, so why can't we have a date on wearing freaking Christmas sweaters? Like, we're like 46 days past Christmas uh-huh. at this point. To be exact. Okay. To be fair. To be fair. We are uh, 320 days roughly, 319 days roughly, until the next Christmas. Okay. Nobody? Nobody? Bueller? Nobody? Anybody? Nobody? Anybody? Anybody? Point, counterpoint. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, why? That's how you debate. Why? It's not like wearing white after Labor Day. I don't understand. I wear white whenever I want. Like, can it be comfortable? And and like, it's more Star Wars than it is Christmas, right? No, I mean, the first thing I saw was the lights on it. Yeah. I mean, other people might see the the giant, you know, droid on on the shirt, and then be like, oh, and it has Christmas lights on it. What the people have never seen Star Wars, they don't know what it is. Two one six five seven eight double oh nine. Show your work. Is it two? It would it be too late or too early? How are we doing that? Since the New Year's passed, I think it's foul. Is it a foul for you to wear a Christmas? I think sweatshirt? it's definitely too right. early. Charming, definitely too early. Charming or chotch? I wore a Christmas sweater, an ugly Christmas sweater, Star Wars, into work today. Charming or chotch? Hit up the show. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.